Welcome everyone. This is No Bullshit Gaming Podcast, two and a half gamers session number 57. We are sharing actionable insights, dropping knowledge from our day-to-day user acquisition, game design, monetization jobs. This is, well, we are dropping knowledge from UA this, uh, today, so we're definitely not discussing the latest news, uh, but we're having so much fun. Still, this is 4M conference discussion vibe, so let's not take it too seriously. And as I said, uh, today we're going to talk about more or less UA-ish. Uh, this is a special privacy sandbox session with Kate Lovejoy and Loic Anton. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for coming. So, Kate, you were here before. Um, so great, <laughs> great to have you back. Loic, you're the yeah the, the, the fresh face in, in our, on our <laughs> podcast. Let's start with the quick intro. So please, uh, let's start with Kate, and then like you're you're next. So sure. what are you doing uh, uh, and how did you, how did you end up in, in games or, well, yeah, I guess we are a gaming podcast. So how did you end up in gaming industry? Yeah, for sure. So I'm super happy to be back. I had a lot of fun last time talking about yeah. iOS and ATT. And here I am again talking nice. about uh, Android this time. Um, so yeah, my name is Kate Lovejoy. I'm the U.S. Managing Director and COO of the Retargeting Business at Addictive. I've worked in advertising for the past 10 years or so, and the better part of that time in mobile games. So specifically, Yay. Supporting, uh, yeah, supporting mobile game marketers in retargeting and, and user acquisition. Nice. So how did you end up in games? Uh, or You know, I started at a company called Cross Install that had a real yeah. uh, focus. On, I think that's where we first worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oof, that was a long time ago. Indeed, it was. Oh, time yeah, flies. So that was my, my first exposure. Like, how about how about yourself? Yeah, so happy to to be here as well for for the first time. So I'm I'm Louis Canton. I'm the chief product officer at Addictive, and uh, I've been uh, in that tech for the past eight years, and focused on games a bit a uh, bit more recently. Uh, so I I started. Uh, I started on mobile gaming with uh, with LFD, uh, mm, nice. where it's been our focus for the last few years, and uh, it's uh, really uh, been exciting so far. Nice, it's great. Okay, so uh, so our dear, dear listeners, as you might notice, I changed uh, uh, Felix and Jakub, or well, replaced Felix and Jakub, because they don't know anything about uh, the privacy sandbox. So we are talking about privacy sandbox. What the hell is privacy sandbox? <laughs> Can you explain? Please and go as deep as you can. It's uh, it's really interesting story. Not that many information is still out there. So uh, let's yeah, let's kick it off with like a warm up question. Yeah. So what is private sandbox? So first of all, it's uh, it's something big. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So it's uh, overall it's a it's a technical project from from Google. Um, so it, it targets uh, both uh, Chrome and Android, actually. And so the, the goal is to is to add uh, features to those platforms, so that uh, advertisers can run uh, advertising campaigns and especially performance advertising campaigns, but without uh, using device identifiers. Uh, so on Chrome, we are speaking about the third-party cookie, mm-hmm. uh, where there's uh, already been. Uh, an official deprecation announcement. And for Android, it's uh, what we call the advertising ID, GAID, uh, which is not yet officially uh, uh, deprecated, but uh, it's, uh, it's most likely going to happen uh, in, the, in the next few years as well. 
So Android Privacy Sandbox is about that. It's about maintaining all the performance advertising use cases, even without uh, device IDs. Okay, so thing is, like, do you think people care if uh, if the about the privacy? That's the first thing because uh, Apple did this as well, and they say, oh well, this is great for for players and for people and everybody I'm talking to. They say, oh, well, I don't care, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Are you talking to a lot of uh, marketers, Matei? Maybe. <laughs> no, but like the players in general also, I guess there is maybe a little bit of bias because they are developers as well. But I'm talking also non-developers and they say, oh, well, when someone asks me, oh, well, uh, do I care about the IDFA? I didn't even know what IDFA, that's, that's their answer immediately. So do yeah. you think they care that much or is it really necessary? I think users care about privacy. I think if you ask someone, do I care about being tracked around mm. the web, around the web on my phone, they would probably say yes. I think you're right that they don't really know that nobody, they don't know the specifics. They don't know yeah. that there's a particular ID that's following their, them around uh, everywhere. But mm. I think what Google's done, and you know, we might get into this a little bit later, is created a more elegant solution for privacy, for addressing mm. privacy. The whole aim with, with Fledge is that you don't have to expose your ID at the user level, but you can still participate in, you know, targeted targeted ads. Hmm. Okay. So how does how does it work? Like uh, like the the whole privacy sandbox and. Mm -hmm. So there's a there's kind of an overarching concept, uh, which is the fact that the um, the personal data. Uh, such as uh, device ID today, but it, it also uh, covers other kind of, uh, of data coming from the phone, should stay on the device um, and not be shared to remote servers, remote uh, infrastructure to be processed um, away from the device. So, so that's really the, the concept. Keep the personal data on the device. It can be used, but it has to stay on the device instead of being shared uh, to, to remote uh, servers. So very concretely, uh, app developers that work with the privacy sandbox, uh, they had the, the, they can use some new APIs uh, provided by those platforms um, to, to ask to manage the marketing use cases that require a device ID. Like, uh, so we mentioned targeted ads. It can also be uh, uh, use cases around uh, measurement, like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, attribution of, uh, attribution of, uh, of posting styles or OAS measurement, this kind of thing that, that rely on device ID today. So those use cases, you basically have a set of APIs within Chrome, within Android to manage the use case. And, uh, and that's basically how it works. So you, you have a, um, you have this uh, abstraction level. Um, Chrome is doing it for you. Android is doing it for you. And you don't have to, uh, to, to collect the device ID because it's being used in the background without you having to, to use it. Okay. So why should we, uh, why should we kind of like pay, pay attention to, to, to the privacy sandbox? And is it something that we need to actually take care of right now, or we have some time? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we de we definitely have time here. Okay. It's important to start paying attention to it. I mean, it's a another I think essential shift in our in in our industry. There are two things that I think will be will be important. 
One is that you we're moving away from user level bid pricing and creative assignment. So all of that is moving from the user level to the audience level. So ad buyers will have to have that in mind. Um, and I think that will have implications. And the other thing is reporting does change. So no longer real time, unlimited reporting of, of attributed conversions and revenue, but uh, we'll have to adjust campaign pipelines. So that doesn't mean we can start making those changes today, right? We, yeah. we can't start, uh, start that so much, but we can kind of have that in mind and, and prepare for it. Um, I think what you can do today is, is start talking to your vendors that you're working with, your advertising vendors. Mm -hmm. Most likely they have some sort of beta with Google that you can start, particip start participating in. Okay. And uh, so do you think um, still there can be a, a few changes happening to like the whole framework uh, of the privacy sandbox? Or because what I'm trying to say is like, I did a lot of preparation for ATT, which was definitely not very useful. So I'm trying to avoid spending so much time uh, and resources to figure out everything just before beforehand. So because if now I pay attention to it and then everything changes again, like mm -hmm. I'm fucked, <laughs> basically. No, I think you're you're perfectly right. And to be fair, I think here we we're. Um... We are following the same uh, story okay. to some extent. <laughs> the main difference is that, uh, you know, the, the for SCAD networks, everything changed while it was already in production for all yeah. devices. And here Google is actually doing it uh, like before general admission, right? But you, you're totally right. Anybody who would uh, manage to digest the whole documentation, which is a uh, would be a miracle, by the way. But <laughs> it's, it, it would be. It would probably be obsolete in, uh, in in six months. So 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 yeah. Even though there's a there's a there's a, a beta uh, that's already uh, uh, live and available on on the real end user devices, um, specifications constraints um, are changing uh, almost on a monthly yeah. basis. So so we are not. Uh, we, we haven't reached uh, like. Uh, like a, a phase of stability yeah. on the on the feature set today. So when you say the beta is out, like what what can you actually beta test? What should, like how should you use it? Yeah, well the the main uh, the main features as we as we mentioned uh, uh, concerns uh, targeted ads. So what you can test mm -hmm. is definitely trying to uh, to to show ads. Uh, within this new framework mm. that's uh, leveraging the new uh, the new APIs, so um, uh, Privacy Sandbox uh, includes a feature called Fledge that lets you define define uh, audience uh, audience rules, so that you display ads only to users who have matched uh, the rules that you expect. Um, so this kind of, uh, of scenario, you can test it, you can test it. Um, and, uh, and the other thing that you can test is the reporting part. The reporting is a, the reporting feature of privacy sandbox is similar, uh, to SCAD network uh, mm -hmm. reporting uh, framework. So it has a limited, uh, limited conversion, uh, uh, values and, and this kind of constraints. So this is already uh, something that you can try. Seeing if you get uh, those conversions for real users who are doing installs and post-install events, that's already uh, usable. Okay, and where can you where can you do all of these uh, interesting things? Because I can I can already see myself trying to 
explore this uh, because it's well reporting and the targeting is kind of interesting. Yeah, well, that, that's the that's, that's the hard that's part, the hard to part be honest, okay. because yeah, <laughs> because there's there's a very uh, complex uh, technical environment to set up, which includes uh, uh, many new components uh, on uh, Android side. Mm. So so basically, uh, without having a, uh, really an SDK presence within uh, within an app, it's uh, it's impossible to test uh, mm -hmm. today. Um, you also need to have some kind of backend to process uh, some. Uh, some 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 ad requests, you know, because and the, and the creatives, of course, uh, really privacy inbox embeds a whole uh, a whole advertising mechanism, uh, and this includes uh, mobile side uh, code, backend code, uh, creative uh, serving, and of course also some um, some uh, some uh, some also backend features to to receive notifications of conversions and these kind of things. So it's a, it's a complex technical uh, technical environment to to set up at the beginning. Uh, so that's why, uh, as uh, as Kate mentioned, I think uh, advertising vendors are, are trying to um, to spend time on it as soon as possible mm -hmm. to get the technical environment uh, up and running. Uh, so that uh, when you really have to use it in production, you, you're not in a in a rush. Okay. Okay. So I would need to talk to the to the UA channels. To see if I can, uh, I can explore the privacy sandbox. Okay, and are you already testing it? Oh, I, I guess no. I guess <laughs> you are, right? <laughs> I hope so. We are. We are. Yeah. Nice. Any any initially interesting uh, things that you can share? Uh, uh, besides that, it's really complex. But you know, ATT and the scan is really complex as well. It took me a few months, maybe even a year, to actually figure it out. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, we were definitely, uh, testing, uh, and, and following all the updates, uh, you know, thoroughly, uh, um, we, we were, uh, lucky enough to, uh, to, to have like, a, a privileged access to, uh, to the Google PMs and engineers working on it. I think, uh, as, a as a player of mobile, uh, app retargeting, you know, we were really, uh, have an advanced use case of targeted advertising. Mm -hmm. So I think our inputs are useful, uh, for Google to actually test the technical limits of their um, of their sandbox, especially all this processing that that uh, we are used to doing on our servers, but mm. it's now supposed to be done on the device. Um, so that's that's really uh, that's really I think uh, a question mark still today okay. for, for Google whether uh, that's too much computing for a device or not. So I think here our our inputs are are useful. So um, so yeah, in terms of uh, of experience, we mostly. Uh, Provide feedback on the on the features of the sandbox. Uh, you know, uh, telling them whether uh, they work, uh, the features work uh, as expected, um, and uh, and we also sometimes raise uh, like higher level issues that uh, are more related to our business. Mm -hmm. uh, an example is that uh, for us, uh, for for Addictive, which is a DSP, so we don't have any SDK presence today mm -hmm. in Android apps. So as I said today, it's uh, it's um, it's impossible to 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 use the sandbox mm. uh, without without having actually code running on the on uh, Android app. So I think that was a, one of the topics that we raised. Um, so so we need to manage the audiences uh, on the on behalf of advertisers. However, we don't have any SDK presence, so you know we we need to to find a solution. To, so to potentially, kind of, uh, um, you would need to 
ha- create a SDK for addictive services and then implement, ask every client to implement it. Ooh, absolutely, Ooh. absolutely. So, so that's the that's the scenario that we uh, that we are we're prepared for. However, okay. uh, we'd like to to suggest Google some alternatives, of course. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, and uh, and I think they you know they they're, they're listening. They of course have a plenty of um, of constraints that we're unaware of, but but overall, you know, they they, they just want to maintain the, the business uh, that they have today. So so I think they're they're listening to uh, to all the valuable inputs that we can provide in, uh, on how to maintain the, the business volume as it is today. Yeah, so you're you're amongst the few companies uh, that work with uh, with Google. It's checking the list, like how how did you even get there? <laughs> it's like they just approached, like, hey guys, uh, I know you know you are a big player, like like you said, like you're a big player in mobile uh, gaming business. We want to talk I mean, to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, they, okay. they work with us on the supply side, so we're we're buying on on Google, mm. and again, their solution is really has a retargeting focus, right? So with ATT, if yeah, the user they... opts out, there's no, there's no targeting. And what has that led to? It's led to, um, you know, pre- predictive retargeting on zero IDFA users. Uh, that's what that's led to. Google is actually trying to have a solution with Fledge that allows for retargeting. Mm. And so with that, I think it was important to them to work with and reach out to retargeting partners like us to talk through what that actually, yeah. actually looks like. How, how does that? Yeah, it's, how does that cooperation look like? Actually, uh, do you have what, like weekly calls? You, you you fly to 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 California to meet them face to face and talk about it. To have a workshop. <laughs> yeah, we have regular meetings with them nice. on the okay. calendar, and they've also been willing to do workshops with our partners, which has ah, been super valuable. That's uh, great. Like everyone is trying to figure this out in real time. Like what do, what is what are the implications of this and They've done workshops with us, which has been amazing. How's the okay? <laughs> How's that workshop look like? Uh, I would. I'm very curious. So you sit down with the with the team uh, on Google, and they are trying to explain what they are doing, uh, why does uh, why is this important, and uh, and then get feedback, or like how does that work? Yeah, exactly. So we we have like a, a direct contact over there who we kind of prepared materials with ahead of time, decided what addictive would speak to, what they would speak to, mm. shared some feedback, and uh, then you know got on a call with some of our our top partners. Nice. Okay. How how's that? Uh, like, what kind of feedback you you are sending to to Google? Like, hey guys, well this is not working. Come on. Or well, we don't. Oh, we don't want to implement SDK to every every yeah. client app. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. A bit, a bit of both. So definitely sharing feedback on whether uh, the, the the features that they roll out are working as expected, uh, but also uh, some of our constraints uh, to maintain the business, uh, how the performance looks. I think that's also super important for them, like uh, to to have our feedback because we are running uh, today uh, some retarget- retargeting campaigns that are leveraging the device ID. Mm. I think they are here. They are keen on uh, having our feedback about um, performance with the privacy sandbox versus mm. versus versus the um, the 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 current uh, the current uh, way of doing targeted advertising today. So so that's uh, that's also something that they they. They, they want to they want to hear about yeah i would like to hear about that as well what's the difference been from in terms of performance <laughs> if you can share 
Obviously, it's very early, well, so it's, that, that's that's gonna change. But still, like it's, that's in for that's interesting information. Mm. Yeah, to, to be honest, uh, today it's uh, like a low scale, so it's uh, you know I statistically, uh, I don't know it's 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 very uh, if it's very significant. Mm. However, uh, for sure, as we said, it's a, a little bit like a SCAD network. You have a limited uh, reporting framework, mm. uh, limited uh, you know capabilities to to measure and therefore optimize on ROAS or I would say. Uh, uh, events that are far in the funnel, so so of course you you get you get a bit more um, uh, you lose a little bit of, uh, of of performance on the way. So the, I think it's just a, just a matter of setting the right um, the right threshold between uh, between privacy and performance. Mm. And uh, I think that's, so. So what's that's, uh, what's the what's the percentage? What's the percentage? <laughs> <laughs> tell me, tell me a number. No, Come on. <laughs> No, no, nothing significant so far. Okay. I really uh, can't say anything uh, relevant. Okay, okay. So it's it's very low amount of data points for now. Okay, got it, got it, got it. But still, it's kind of interesting that uh, Google is actually talking to uh, to companies. Uh, so, so would that be the only difference between the ATT and the, the privacy sandbox? That actually they care, I guess. Well, I don't know well, if they care. Okay. Okay. <laughs> a company cares, but I mean, for me, the way I think about it is fundamentally Google is an advertising company and yeah. they're behaving accordingly. Uh, they're operating accordingly with support for advertising. Okay. I like. Uh, uh, absolutely. I would add that uh, there's, a, there's a major uh, difference for retargeting, which is uh, like uh, when the uh, Apple introduced uh, ATT. There was basically no alternative for for targeted advertising on opted out users. Here, it's really a, a different approach. A uh, hundred percent of Android users stay uh, stay uh, eligible to targeted advertising. It's just that you have to do it in a different way without using the device ID. So I think that's uh, that's a very uh, that's very an interesting approach uh, for us because we. We manage to uh, to accommodate both the constraint of privacy mm. and the constraint of maintaining an advertising business. So I think yeah, that's uh, that's so, very uh, that's very smart. Yes, we already touched uh, that audiences uh, um, kind of change and that reporting change. Like how how exactly that looks like? Like, can you give me like an example, like how to define the the audience, for example? Like how did it how how was it before and like how is it now with the privacy sandbox? Just I can kind of like picture it. Yeah, for sure. So today, I mean, at Loic, we'll be able to expand more uh, in detail from the product perspective. But I mean, today you're going after a specific user. So you know that that user has completed X action. Uh, you know, they've gotten to level seven, but not level eight. We can yeah. target that specific user. But we also know a lot of other information about them, right? How they're in and out of the app, what other apps they're in and out of, all of all of that, uh, all of those signals that we take in. In the new uh, framework with with Privacy Sandbox, we really just have those rules in place, so we know that this is a user who got to level seven but not level eight, and we can go after that that pool of users uh, at the audience level. Okay, so like what? No, I don't see the change uh, except like you can't see the additional data points. Is that the the, the main difference? Yeah, you have uh, you have fewer uh, data points for conversion. Okay. 
you have fewer post bags. You only have a maximum three post bags uh, for post click, two post bags for post view. Mm -hmm. So it's this kind of a, you have this kind of limits. You know, like a limited uh, data points on, on conversions and uh, and also limited time windows. So um, for reporting, uh, the maximum window is uh, is day thirty. Okay. Um, so that's uh, that's uh, this kind of constraint that you have to accommodate. Um, for audience, uh, for audience, uh, definition and targeting, it, it's, uh, it's even more, uh, it's, it's even more another word because before, again, you would, you would collect all the data, all the events from, a, yeah. from, a, from, a, from an app with a device ID associated. So you get the whole history of actions per user, yeah. and then you basically have your own data processing infrastructure to make something, uh, useful out of it mm -hmm. uh, but now it's uh, it's 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 uh, the other way around like you're going to push ah. your targeting rules to the to the device so you're going to push to the device okay just send me add requests for users who've installed uh in the last uh, months but who have been inactive in the last seven days mm -hmm. and then okay. you just expect that it works because you will okay. receive ad request, you will receive ad request identified with the, the audience name uh, corresponding to, to those rules. Um, but you, you will not know who's actually behind uh, those requests. You just expect uh, that it matches the rules that you've set. Okay. 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 Now I get it. So yeah, you need to think about the, the rules before, uh, and, uh, now you can actually just, yeah, take all the data points and see, ah, well, this looks good. This doesn't look good. Then you will just figure something out based on the data points. Now it's the, okay. The other way around. That's a kind of interesting. Okay. All right. Um, you mentioned uh, the limited data for, uh, for the reporting and basically, I guess, um, um, everything in terms of the data, how change, like, how does the, uh, the conversion window looks like for different postbacks? Is it just, uh, let's say in first day you can get one postback similar to scan four, and then you have different time windows for each postback or how does that work? Yeah, it's, it's really similar to, to a SCAD network. Um, here the, the specs are, are still changing, uh, mm -hmm. but I think right now it's basically, you get a first postback, uh, at day two, uh, after the, the click or the conversion. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you get another one where you can customize the time window, but it's maximum one month. And then you get a final one after one month. Mm. Uh, those are the current specs, but, uh, but it's, uh, it's evolving. And that's typically also the, the kind of, uh, of, uh, of things that where, where, uh, uh, ad tech providers and also MMPs, uh, MMPs are of course also in the picture. They are providing feedback because they, they are today, like the, the, also the experts of this, uh, of this kind of settings and, uh, and they, yeah, they have their, okay. their, their own reason. I assume, uh, there is also some going to be some limitations on the, um, the creative performance, right. Or like, how does that look like? Yes. Well, the, so personalization at the user level of uh, creative content is not doable anymore, mm. as we said, because you, you do not yeah. know exactly who is, a, who is sending another request. So you, you. You're still able to, to customize the creatives per audience. Let's say I have a different creative mm -hmm. for my UA and for my retargeting. That's, uh, that's really basic. Even within retargeting, depending on the, on the audience, uh, you want to, to retarget, you can have different, uh, creatives. However, um, I would say, uh, like a really hyper targeted use case, like, uh, 
show me a creative with uh, the last shoes that I've seen on the, yeah. know, on the on the website or on the on the on the app just before. This is not possible anymore because you, you do not know that it's the same person. Yeah, you can't identify the person. Uh, okay, so so what are you going to do on the creative uh, level? Yeah, I mean, we are lucky in that we have have internal teams who have been focusing on building creatives based on the audience level for a long time. So we don't, we kind of have married the machine learning and the models deciding what creative to show to what user at what moment with this human aspect has always been kind of part of our, our business is yeah. looking at how the creatives perform, like trying to intuit based on the data, what ads we should be showing to which group of users. So, you know, for example, if we have a, payer, a simple example, like a, a payer audience who is many levels into an app, we, we would show them different ads than we would show to a user who's installed in the last seven days. That sort of thing we'll still be able to do because it's really creative at the audience level and not at the user level. Uh, but it, it'll be an interesting challenge to kind of uh, go into this next step, next phase. Oof, yeah, I can't, I can't wait. I mean, I'm always, I was always positive about the ATT uh, and about the iOS changes. So I think like this is just an inevitable and will happen at some point in the future. Any, any like at least like information about like, I know you mentioned it's nobody, it, it might be just in a few years, but anything more concrete that, that you can, you can share? There's a, there's an agenda on Chrome uh, where, uh, you know, there's a, um, there, there's uh, the official deprecation of uh, third-party cookies that has been announced, I think, for, for mid-next year, something like that, if it doesn't get delayed. For Android, uh, nothing uh, specific uh, yet about the, the device advertising ID. However, we, we should probably expect it to be uh, not earlier than, than Chrome first, uh, but uh, also not uh, very uh, not, not very uh, further away uh, either, so I would say uh, no, late 2024, maybe 2025, this kind of a range. Plenty of time then. <laughs> Plenty of time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a bit the risk. That's a bit uh, the risk uh, because, uh, as I said, it's, uh, it's really uh, complex uh, tech stuff, at least for, for uh, third-party vendors that are in the, in the middle of all this and who are expected to bring performance to advertisers. So, yeah. so uh, it's actually uh, uh, important to, to get prepared as soon as possible. So, so who do you think is going to be more uh, like suitable or have more advantage from the, um, I guess, data point, date team point uh, for this privacy sandbox to actually, you know, excel like with uh, the iOS? Because I think like right now, smaller companies that are more agile and, and more flexible can do things or like change things on the on the product side. While the bigger bigger companies they're really so slow and kind of can't make so many changes anyway. Like I, I guess, yeah. Any any ideas like who can actually benefit? Um, I think so. First of all, both uh, type of companies will have to uh, bear the the challenges of of uh, reporting. Uh, mm. That's uh, that's one thing. I would say that maybe the 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 big studios will be uh, will have some uh, some advantage here because uh, they will have spent mo most of their uh, uh, most of the past years working on the SCAD network and mm. you know figuring this out uh, and I think most of the knowledge on the SCAD network can be reused here 
that's uh, that's maybe uh, one one thing. However, um, small studios can also maybe benefit from uh, the the overall anonymity of Android users that mm. that will have to maybe have also a better retention on their on their most valuable users. I think uh, you know today with the device IDs uh, shared across the board, it's uh, it's easier for for competitors to uh, to target your your very your valuable users, and, and, and it, it's going to be harder uh, definitely in the future. So maybe that could be a, um, an advantage to to small studios. Yeah. So so the like the main main question is then how is it going to influence both uh, like UI world and, and the retargeting world? I know you, you mentioned already some some of the uh, some of the aspects, but anything else that, that that comes into your mind? For me, uh, the the main uh, the, the main uh, impact will be on performance. Uh, as I said, I really want to stress this out. Like unlike on iOS. Uh, Retargeting will still be possible on uh, on all Android users, so that's really uh, that's really great. Mm. Um, and and so overall, the use cases will remain, but uh, the performance measurement and optimizations will be uh, more constrained. So to me, it's likely that uh, ROAS will decrease across the board a little, as we've seen on on iOS. That's uh, that's for sure. Um, then uh, it's hard to uh, it's hard to anticipate like the. Mm. Um, the, the technical challenges that it will bring to, uh, to, to, to game developers at this stage, because I think uh, the industry is currently working hard to make it uh, as simple as possible to use. So both Google, but also us, the MAP, the MMPs, etc. Everybody is trying to, to get the complexity abstracted to, so that it's easy to use. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, I think ad revenue will probably be uh, disrupted uh, significantly as we've seen on, on iOS. You, you will see um, you will see maybe also big studios having an advantage here because maybe they, they, they will have more resources to try yeah. to, uh, to to add uh, signals to the other request to get better CPMs things like yeah. that um, but uh, that's a very interesting point yeah I, I wanted to ask one question then I forgot about it but now I know what I wanted to ask <laughs> so uh, was there um, in or any any gaming companies where in um, in discussions with, with Google as well, uh, what, my, was someone there uh, from the gaming side of things? Uh, because why I'm asking this is just if they like games would need to make some changes on the product side just to get more data points, just to get advantage from the privacy sandbox. Is there a discussion like that? So actually, uh, gaming partners can, who are clients of Addictive can work mm. with us and Google. Google hasn't shared their specific list of okay. all of the members in the space that they're working with. Um, you know, we know MMPs, SSPs, but I would actually encourage uh, as as many vendors and studios are are if you're working with Google, tell tell the rest of the community and let's all start you know sharing sharing yeah. learnings. I think. No need for us to be secretive about that. Addictive is working working with Google. We're happy to share insights as we kind of navigate this very technical challenge that that Loic has been describing. And I don't know. Let's let's work on this all together as an industry. 
Oh yes, of course. I mean, uh, that's uh, that's the beauty part of the the gaming industry is like totally. people actually share. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's great because it's kind of helpful, uh, and uh, I always encourage people to actually share as, as much as they can. Uh, and that's that's what I've been doing since the the ATT happened. I don't like to to speak about things before they happen and before I I have some. Uh, experience with uh, with anything, so that's why I'm very eager to jump on the F Scan 4.0 train uh, as early as I can. But also, like there is still not that many UI channels kind of ready <laughs> anyway. So, so I guess it it will take some time, uh, right? So, any any last advice, uh, obviously, except the the sharing and talking to other people because that's important. Uh, Anything that uh, that comes into my I mean into your minds. Well, on my end, uh, I think you know something you said uh, like resonates to me. The the fact that you don't want to 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 get to deep dive too early uh, <laughs> because things things are are still uh, changing a lot. Um, however, I think one of the most uh, uh, advanced. Uh, part of the privacy sandbox is definitely the reporting framework. So I think here my advice would be uh, uh, if you have figured out how to make it work with the SCAD network, then don't worry. It should be uh, pretty uh, pretty similar. Uh, so this knowledge uh, will be uh, reused for Android reporting uh, on uh, uh, post-deprecation of the advertising mm -hmm. ID. Um, so so that's, uh, that's maybe my main advice. Nice. Make sure you figured out uh, how to to make it work with the scan four, and and I think uh, it should be uh, it, it, the transition for Android should be uh, seamless. For sure, and and I would add to that. My advice would be similar to when ATT roll rolled out. I think it was important to have as much uh, learnings and baseline before that change as possible. So I'm encouraging our partners to really work work with. Yeah, in the retargeting space, like mm. work with your partner to make sure that you know what are your best performing audiences, what are your best performing creatives, while we still have the user level models to rely on. Uh, so you can kind of carry those uh, contextual learnings into the next phase. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So okay, I think so from what I understood uh, from our discussion, it's still... Nobody knows when it's going to happen. May There is a maybe and maybe 2024, 2025, I guess. Uh, definitely after Chrome. Then uh, Google Cares, talk to, uh, they talk to, to you guys. They talk to the games that you work with. They actually listen, which is nice. Which <laughs> is kind of nice. Uh, a very different story from Apple. Um, we Well, we don't need to get into the weeds right now, but Definitely, if there is some partner you work with and they are already testing the privacy sandbox and you are, well, you have kind of, well, I would say a big data team <laughs> because like you said, it's really complex. So definitely get uh, get on and, and try testing it out. And then, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, we're, we're good. Should be, yeah, it should be fun. Are you looking forward to it? For sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> of course. Yeah, no, but I think it's a, it's the way, as we said earlier, it's the, it's the way uh, you know the the market goes. Uh, more more privacy, uh, less uh, um, 
less uh, shadowing, uh, yeah. I mean, the shadow usage of personal, uh, personally uh, identifiable data. So, so I'm, you know, really uh, excited that uh, that Google takes it uh, seriously and doesn't, uh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have to say. It's up the environment for, for, for advertising, performance advertising to, to, to work still in this, in this context. Yeah, I have to say that I'm pleasantly surprised uh, that they didn't do the, the Apple way. Just, hey, it's happening now. <laughs> Go figure it out. <laughs> and, and it really is elegant, right? It allows for yeah. privacy while with targeting. Like that should be the goal. I think most people like a really good targeted ad. If it's a yeah, exactly. I love it when I get an ad and and it's for like a a new purse that I would be really excited about, right? Uh, I think people want want that. So yeah, I, I think, think so. Like that, that's how it should be. Uh, I don't like to see uh, like irrelevant ads like across my Facebook or my any well any basically inventory. But uh, yeah, I'm an iPhone user, so <laughs> I need to get used to it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Um, if anyone wants to reach out to you guys, uh, uh, what should they what should they do? Please share yeah, share your details. Shoot us an email, Kate at Addictive or Loic at Addictive.com, and we're happy to chat. Nice, perfect. Then uh, thank you very much for coming, and also thank you very thank you very much. Shit, I can't even speak anymore. What's what's it's happening? Four a.m. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? Sign to bed. <laughs> thank you, uh, listeners. Uh, no, and, listen. and private sandbox is a, is really a brainwashing topic. So oh, don't worry, Mate. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, all good. <laughs> all right, thank you very much for listening for coming. See you next time. Thanks for thank the you. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.